Today on The Breakdown, it's one of the most requested hands of the year. It's Matt Berkey against Tommy Wynn. Okay, the year just started. I know people, but still, there's a lot of clamor on Twitter for this hand. Tommy Wynn, who's the Monster Stack winner of 2018 against Matt Berkey, who is, well, he's Matt Berkey. They play a hand in the PCA. Just happened. Let me tell you, everybody wants to talk about it. Everyone wants to know, was this the right decision? We're going to break it down right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. You got to stop doing this just happened stuff when we're going to I know, I realized that as soon as I said that. It happened about three weeks ago or so. But for me, it just happened. Happened yesterday, I think, or the day before, two days ago. Do you lack empathic abilities to understand things from other people's perspectives? That's actually not what empathy is, but nice try. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, pretty close. It's a part of empathy, for sure. I mean, empathy is being able to feel what other people feel. Okay, but that Not see things through their eyes. It's kind of the same thing, Jonathan. <laughs> is it? Oh, seeing and feeling all is right, the so same? All right, so you've made two mistakes on the podcast. We've established that. The listeners all agree. All right, so yes, it is Matt Berkey. He of cash game fame, right? We, on, we only ever see him on cash games. Um, yeah, pretty much. Obviously, we've played with him in tournaments. Yeah, we things. know he plays tournaments. But He's we... played the uh, Aria Super High Roller Ball. Oh, that's true. That's but, true. but we don't see him very often Like go really deep in tournaments or anything like that. Though he did have, as everyone should know, a big run in the PCA. He did. He did. Um, yeah, but I think every breakdown we've done of him has been a cash game breakdown. I think so. Yeah. So I imagine he plays similarly weird in tournaments as he does in cash games, but of course he adjusts in some way. Right. Probably tighter in general. Or I don't know. looser. I don't know. One of the two? Yeah. He's going to play weird. He's going to Matt Berkey it up. He's good. Guy. He's good on camera, that guy. He, he talks. It's fun. Yep. It's good. Glad to have Matt Berkey in the poker world. Um, yeah, he's going to make some Matt Berkey-style decisions in this hand. And, you know, some of them are hard to understand. Some of them are easier to understand. And this was suggested by a lot of people because of one particular decision. Yeah. And those people are 5 by 5 Lil Poker Girly. I hope I said that right. The Twitamasta, which we haven't heard from the Twitamasta for a while, but it's good to hear from you, Master. Yes. Um, Ryan Durkey, Peter Mercil, and Brandon Johnson. That's it. I honestly think there were other people, too. There were people who suggested this who didn't actually give us even a link. We just said, oh, my God, the Berkey hand and stuff I like thought that. I got all of oh, them. Oh, you did? Okay. Six. Still, that is the most currently the most requested hand of 2019, even though Grant stared daggers at me when I said that, like, as if, like, oh, come on, 2019 just started. But not to the listeners, Grant. It's three weeks later. You have so to you don't, remember. So you don't know if it's the most suggested. Also, it's <laughs> as not. Of right, as of this recording, it is the most suggested no, hand it, of 2019. No, it is not. There's a different hand from the... The Players' Championship, the 25K, that is more suggested than this. We just haven't done it yet. Okay, that's true. <laughs> it's one of the most suggested hands of 2019, bro. Yep. Come on. That's amazing. It's probably the second most. Yeah. And although there was one that we... Eh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, who cares? There was really? a lot of suggestions for it. Matt Berkey's involved. Everybody likes to watch Matt Berkey play poker. Sometimes... We do a Matt Berkey podcast and we're like, well, this might be good and it might be bad. Sometimes we're like, well, this is pretty good. And sometimes we're like, I don't fucking get this. And it's probably bad. Yeah, we do that. I think a fair amount with Matt Berkey hands, honestly. Yeah. 
Um, but, you know, he's weird. He does weird stuff, and it's fun. Let's get into it. we got to make a Matt Berkey playlist on YouTube at this point. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it needs to happen. All right, so 43 remain in the PCA, meaning it's nice. You're in the money. You're, you've locked up a reasonable score, but the, the you're not really thinking about what your position is right now. You're worried about getting to the final table at this yeah, point sure. where the real money is. So that's not really going to be a factor here. And uh, it's 5K, 10K, the blinds. We're going to start with Tommy Wynn, aforementioned in the opening by Jonathan as the 2018 Monster Stack winner. Yep. That's pretty cool. Over a million bucks. Yeah, nice nice score. Uh, he has another 500,000 of live winnings as well. So he's a guy who's been around the circuit, plays at the poker. Sure. Knows what he's doing. He opens a 25K plus one with Queen Ten of Spades. I guess he's one of those looser type guys. It but, would seem so. You know, Some he's people got, are going to fold that. He's got a huge stack, though. He's got 140 right. blinds. That's a reason to open. Yeah. I yeah. think you should be opening plus one at this this late stage of the tournament yep. with, with Queen Ten suited there, with that, with that size stack, assuming there aren't like a bunch of 12 blind stacks behind you. What a wonderful feeling that must sacks. be. 43 left in the PCA, and you've got 1.4 million with 10K big blind. Yeah. Those are good times. Those are good. It folds all the way around to Matthew Berkey, who's got 54 bigs, dwarfed by Tommy, but still feels like a pretty big stack, you know, mm-hmm. 540K. He's in the big blind with nine of hearts, nine of clubs. He makes the call. There's not really much of an argument for anything but calling. Correct. You could three bet, but that's kind of psycho. Seems dumb. Yeah. Seems dumb. Pot 60K. Here comes a flop that Matt Berkey's going to like. Okay. Ace of spades, ace of hearts, nine of spades. That is a good flop for both players. You would think, but really it's not so good for Tommy. Tommy's drawn pretty thin right now. He's got running queen, queen, running 10, 10, running ace, queen, or 10, or running straight flush. Don't forget running ace, ace. Running ace, ace. Thank you. That's the best that's way. The one to, other that's one. the best way to do it. Um, but that's it. So that ain't super great. Right. And it's such a dream flop for Berkey because there are flush draws out there. Tommy's got a lot of aces in his range. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful, wonderful moment to be yeah. Matt Berkey. Berkey's going to check. Tommy's going to do something that I think you're going to like, Jonathan. He's going to bet 17K into 60K with his flush draw. Yeah, Queen on this flush. board, I like it. Yeah. You, we don't need to bet very much at all. There's no reason. He could bet even less, honestly, but this is fine. This is, yeah, it's fine. At, at some point, it gets ridiculous when you go super, super you could tiny. Bet, you could bet 12. I mean, I'm just saying. But whatever, 17 is fine. Would you actually ever bet 12? Here? I've seen people do it. Yeah. I bet less and less on flops. I'll say that. Like, I just keep sizing down on flops as I play. I'll just say that. You more really more. didn't like Ike Haxton, Ike Haxton super small flop sizing in the hand we did before. I believe the board was really different than this. Though, it was. Wasn't it? So, I mean, that's, that's a huge part. You can't bet 12K on some boards. Yeah. Or, but this is the kind of board where actually you could bet 12K pretty reasonably, right? Especially yeah. against the big blind calling range. Like, it's folding almost everything anyway. And if it's calling, it's calling no matter what. There's really no need to bet more. I don't know. Two tens are going to fold if you bet 140K. <laughs> yeah, but if you bet 30K, two yeah. tens are going to call, right? Well, so I'm saying there's a way. Yeah, there's always a way. All right. So Berkey has a decision here to raise or to call. What do you like better? It's really, to me, it's a very clear race. I agree. Give some reasons for that. The obvious reasons are, um, number one, Tommy has a lot of big aces in his range. Ace, king, ace, queen, specifically. Ace, jack, I guess, too. Uh, They're not folding. Maybe any, probably any aces in folding with check race, but but the big aces are, like, all squarely in his range. He chose to bet this also, which is kind of great. Um, he's either got bluffs or he's got something real. And if he's got something real, he's going to call this check race with all the real things, be it a flush draw, um, 
a big ace, or maybe even some big pocket pairs if he decided to bet them. Like if he bet kings, I would check kings here. But if he bet kings, he's probably calling a check raise against Matt Berkey on a two flush board. Yeah, I guess so. Um, here's a reason not to check raise. Mm. Berkey's at a severe range disadvantage. He flat I mean, out not currently. What do you mean? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Of course he is. Yes, yes. What did you mean it all by back? Um, well, I don't actually know if that's true. He's at a range advantage. I don't know how severe it is. Berkey has all the aces, and Tommy only has some of the aces, right? Berkey has every combo of aces that he can have. Well, no, but Berkey's entire range, the aces make up a much smaller percentage of than Tommy's entire Of course, range. but Berkey gets every single combo of ace that exists, and Tommy gets very, very few of them, right? I agree. I, I would I would still argue that Tommy has a larger percentages a larger percentage of his range hits this flop than the percentage. You're of Berkey's probably range. right. You're probably right. Which is the basic notion yeah. of range. But I'm advantage. but I'm I'm disputing though the word severe. That's what okay. I was saying. I okay. don't know that it's a severe range advantage because of that. Well, the question then becomes: Would Berkey really check raise ace deuce and etc.? I don't think he would. I mean, so, it's Berkey actually. You know what? Berkey totally does stuff like that. Yeah, Berkey might. That would seem to be crazy to me to check raise any kind of medium ace here. Yeah. Like, what's the worst ace we should be check-raising, in your mind? None of them. I guess you could decide to check-raise ace-king if you only called with a pre. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That, to me, is the... Like, if I had ace-queen, I would check-call, because ace-king is such a big part of the continuing range right. of Tommy. And, like, how many other aces are worse than ace-queen that he's going to show up with here? Maybe ace-ten, maybe ace-jack. Maybe he has some suited aces, too. I don't know. But there aren't that many left. There's two of them, and we have one in our hand, right? Yeah. So we cut out a lot of those combos. So I think it's ace-king as a minimum for value for Berkey <laughs> to be check-raising. He may disagree with that, but that's what I would be He doing. probably does. So in a way, that works for him in this hand because it's like, what are you check-raising? You have nines full. Right. You have ace-nine or what? A lot of spades. Or you have a ton of spades or just you're just Matt Berkeying. You're just right. like, oh, you bet 17K, I'm going to raise you because fuck you. Mm-hmm. you know, and, that, and that could be what's happening here. So in that way, it actually, I like that part of it. But from a holistic GTO perspective, I think there is a range disadvantage here. Mm-hmm. And even if there is not as severe a range disadvantage as I initially was purporting at the same point, he would not be check raising in a traditional sense. A lot of the good, the reasonable hands you could flop on this board, like all right. the medium and small aces. No, it's true. So it's, it, like a, it's kind of a weird spot to raise, but it's kind of great because you're sort of telling a relatively bad story, right? Yeah. But we have it as Matt Berkey. So good. Let's let's be Matt Berkey with our reputation and tell a bad story when we have it. That sounds like a great way to get paid. Yeah, I guess so. You know, let's inflate this pot right now. If this guy's got an ace, he's not folding. If this guy has a flush draw, he's not folding. And, you know, there's not too many cards that are a problem for us. Like, if he has an ace, he can hit his kicker. That's it, right? Make your flush, yeah. please, you know? There's all these good things that can happen. Or, or he, he can hit, just he call could, down. He could get at a bigger full house if he has a pair between the nines and the aces. He but, could. He could. That's true. But whatever. So uh, Tommy's going to call. I think that's probably Tommy the Tommy has way. to call. I think there's an argument for raising. And the argument is? Just think about what Matt Berkey should be raising in this spot. Yeah. So he so has So why, like, why in the world, though, could, what could Tommy ever be raising against Matt Berkey's value raising range here? What's he raising and hoping to get called by? He's, I mean, it's not really about that. It's just get, to get Berkey to, like, give up on his bluff or whatever. I think calling is, is going to work a lot of the time, too, though. Berkey's going to give up. Like, as soon as, as soon as Tommy doesn't fold, it really looks like Tommy's got trip aces, right? Tommy looks like he's ace-queen or something, right? He could have kings, too, and stuff like that, but yeah. I guess he could. He could. But a lot of time, he's going to have, I, I think, the uh, like, ace-jack, ace-king, ace ace-queen. Right. He's got a lot more of those, anyway. And so, 
I think Berkey's going to give up a lot. Well, do we think work. do we think Berkey is going to be overraising this board with bluffs? That's a really good question. And and spades. I don't know if he's going to do it against the. Um, I think I think with spades he might, but I don't think he's going to do it with other just random bluffs so much against the plus one range. I doubt it. I would think there's so many better boards for him to to attack than this one. Well, the plus one range even is if strong. Just, even if he just check raises all of his spades, yeah. Which he doesn't have to check raise all of them, but he's, he's, he's if he's, if he's, check raise if he's some, kind of right? over, he's, he's like very likely to be weighted too heavily towards hands that don't want to get action. Yeah, right? that's true. So I, that's why I don't hate a three bet from Tommy here mm-hmm. because he's going to get a ton of folds against Berkey's range. If that perception is correct. Right. Yeah. So I, I know that the story is like, I have ace King nines full or maybe not even ace King. I don't know, but like, yeah, I don't know. And, or ace nine, but I don't think the story matters as much because Berkey's not deep enough to do anything about it. I mean, the question also becomes, and maybe it doesn't matter, like you're saying, but um, if Tommy, and this is really getting into the weeds, but if Tommy has ace nine, is he really going to re-raise? Wouldn't he just flat most of the time? He's crushing the board. Yeah, most of the time. He wants to encourage Berkey to get there with his flush, not not fold his flush, draw, you know. Um, The only real hope you have is that Berkey has either the lone ace which decided to check raise, which is hard to come up with many combos that would do that, or pocket nines exactly, which I feel like you're going to get the money later anyway if he's got pocket nines and you've got yeah. ace nine. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Almost, I mean, once in a while, the board will run out bad, but almost never, right? Yeah. So it just seems like hard to imagine that Tommy has a lot of three bets in his range here. Oh, I agree. But with the depth of stacks yeah. and the situation where Matt Berkey is weighted heavily towards semi-bluffs and maybe some random bluffs, mm-hmm. I don't care. Just- Right, like, you just do it anyway. Yeah, I just don't care. Like, why not take the money that's in there instead of having to hit the flush to feel good about it? Right. Like folding the turn a ton and stuff like that. Well, the idea is you call hoping Berkey's going to give up a lot on the turn. Which, yeah, but that's fair, but he's not going to give up that much. He's, I don't know. On this board, once once a check rate is called, he might give up a fair amount. Like, he you might. figure the guy's going to call down a lot, right? When you're Matt Berkey and on this board against that range. Then it's you a strong be, range. Then you shouldn't be check raising as a bluff that often on this board. I agree. I don't think you should be. Then he shouldn't be check raising nines full. No, he can check raise some bluffs and some some value, but just, not, just he's only even check raising very little for value. We already said that. Yeah. So he just so he just can't have that many bluffs either. That's yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, I maybe, gonna, maybe we're wrong, and he has very few bluffs here. I mean, when Tommy bets seventeen k, it's possible Matt Berkey is just calling a lot with uh, with flush draws because that rep, that also reps trip aces pretty well. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing with uh, probably a few flush draws he's raising, but a lot of them he's just calling. I don't know what he's doing. That's what I would do. Let me say yeah. it that way. He's doing weird stuff sometimes, but I like this check raise a lot by him because forgetting about all the meta stuff, the range stuff, all that stuff, just like right now, Tommy's going to have a lot of the hands he can't fold and is going to be stuck to maybe for a while. Right. And Berkey can have the flush draw. Yep. So I agree with you. I like the raise for the same reasons that I like the idea of Tommy three betting. It's not necessarily a good thing to do from a holistic GTO. This is my whole game perspective. Right. But in this very instance, it might be effective enough to be plus EV. Yeah, that's so fine. That's what Berkey does. Makes it 60 and Tommy can't fold. He calls. Makes sense to me. Pot's 180K. 180K is about how many stars I give Nitrogen Sports Poker Room out of 180K. I was wondering out of how many because that's really key. Yeah, it's out of 180K. It's out of, so it's 180K out of 180K. How long does it take you to even like fill that out? Because you've got to hand draw all those stars. I don't right? hand draw the stars, Jonathan. I buy the gold stars yeah. from the store. That's smart. I then have a stencil of a star where I stencil out 
how many yeah. like empty stars because you have out of the 180k stars, not everything gets the full amount. Right. You have to represent it with the filled stars and the unfilled course, stars, right? Yes. So you stencil out those. Yeah. It takes about a year and a half. Then you start putting the, the gold stars on there. Mm. What really sucks is when you accidentally bend one of the corners of one of the stars. You start over you or get, what? Well, you don't have to, you kind of, it, it depends on how adhe- adhered it is to the board. Yeah, right. Like if it's really stuck, you got to like get some sort of thing to get it off there. If not, you can rip it off real quick before it really. That's dangerous. That's, yeah. that's pretty dodgy, man. Yeah, but nitrogen just got 180K out of 180K. That took me a long time, but yeah. it was worth it because it's wonderful. <laughs> Well, of course, it's wonderful. They've got online poker. They've got sports betting. They've got casino games. They, of course, have our monthly Poker Guys Only Tournament, which, listeners, if you use the link in the description of this podcast, you, too, can play in. It's an amazing deal. It's, you know, like a tenth of a millibit, which costs something like 40 cents, depending on the day. And there are a thousand buy-ins guaranteed. We get like 80 people playing, meaning there's an overlay of over 900 buy-ins Every single time we do this, sometimes we play in ourselves, gives you a little bit of bragging rights. If you were to, you know, very luckily knock us out, which of course not is happen, basically buddy. impossible. Not going to happen, buddy. But luckily we haven't been playing it lately anyway, so the field's a little bit more cleared for you. Uh, it's Bitcoin only, so you get the money in fast, you get the money out fast. It's awesome. You got you to gotta get in there. Okay. I guess we'll get in there. Get in there, man. Yeah. Everybody needs to get in there. Yeah. Also, it's good. Also, 180K. Out 180K. Out of 180K, that's... Man, that's not one of those bullshit five star rating systems. Like, there's no room for like, oh, it's either eighty percent or it's hundred percent. Give me a fucking break. Like, come on, I I, I get granular. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for just to read some of the reviews where you're like, all right, one hundred seventy nine thousand two hundred. Yeah. Out of eight, out of one hundred eighty you know versus versus one hundred sixty seven thousand eight hundred. Like to read. What, you know, what's the difference here well, for you? Well, if you want me to put it in context for you, okay. I don't want to explain the difference, but I can explain it through movies because that's something that you understand. Of course. So there will be blood. Got yeah. 179,200 exactly. That was a good guess. Thank you. 167,800. I didn't rate any movies exactly there, but 167,700, the, f- the big short. Okay. I, I put that there. Okay. You know what? I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So now you understand the rating system a little bit. A little bit more, yeah. yeah. I, really, I do. Yeah, yeah I, I was mean, afraid you were going to say. There will be blood. Got a lot, of, a lot of points for um, oil content. That's, of course, that's a big part of the rating system. Yeah. <laughs> also, if Paul Dano's in it, you're going to meet. I mean, playing Paul, playing multiple roles. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, big deal. You for need you. that. Yeah. You need that if you want to get all the stars. All right. <laughs> all right. So maybe we'll get back to the hand now. Uh, we might. 180k is a number that is relevant to the hand. That right. is the amount of the pot. We have Berkey with nines, full on ace, ace nine, two spade board. Tommy Wynn has queen ten of spades. He's in big trouble. Yeah, he's screwed. Turn is the king of hearts. Okay. Here's an interesting decision. Berkey checks. Yeah, I'm actually not that surprised at Berkey what checks. What up with that? I completely get that check. Explain yourself. <laughs> it seems pretty straightforward to me, actually. So a big part of the range that Tommy's calling the check raise with is indeed ace, king, and pocket kings, right? Berkey does not. Berkey does not want to be in a spot where he bets, gets raised, and doesn't know what to do. He wants to immediately go into pot control here. He can still get value, he, he, I would imagine, and I'm sure he does too, from hands like ace-queen, ace-jack, ace-ten, flush draws, um, things like that. Um, they're probably going to bet if he checks anyway. And even if they don't, he, then he can bet the river and hopefully get called by one of them. So I like checking here. I think it's okay to bet, but I like checking better. I think, I think it's a better play. What do you it, think? Yeah, I think it is probably too. It also, King is a terrible card. Yeah. Sorry. It's, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not good. I mean, if you could pick the worst card in the deck, what Ace. would you pick? Okay, ace. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Um, it might be the second worst. You're yeah. Right. You're right. Um, so that's fair, but it's still at this point, like, he has such a strong hand that the, even the terrible cards aren't that terrible except for the ace. Yeah. Really? So it's not that right. bad. Agreed. You know? Um, at the same point, I like I like the reasons you said. I also like giving flush draws an opportunity to bluff now. Yeah. Rather than, like, flush draws are going to fold. I think they are. Yeah. I think they're going to mostly fold. If, if this flush draw just picked up a gut shot. It's possible it'll decide to hang in there. It's possible. Depending on how Berkey like, sizes what, it. What does Berkey have if he bets again, too? That's a thing that also is a problem for Berkey if he bets again. Yeah. He's repping super strong. Right. He is. He's repping ace nine plus. Yeah, he's not He's not really repping ace ten or anything like that. I don't think he is once he gets called there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Berkey checks, and uh, Tommy's going to take the bait. Yeah. And this is a bit strange if you think about it. He's going to bet 85K. He just wants Berkey to fold. He's happy to have picked up equity, but obviously just wants Berkey to fold. Yeah. What does he think Berkey has? Just to give up bluff? Maybe. If not that, I can't really think of what Berkey's supposed to have that he's going to fold. Now, right? Berkey's a weird enough dude in cash games that maybe he would raise like 9, 10 and things but like that. But would he really do it in this spot? I don't think he would do it here. I don't think so either. I, want, I was just wondering that before you said it. Like, could he ever have a 9 that he plays this way and we're trying to get a 9 to fold? Seems super optimistic. It's possible. Okay. Nope, this isn't going to work, though. You can't get the king X of spades to fold <laughs> by betting 85K. That's, sure. that's, that's going to definitely call, so that doesn't help. We can fold out worse flush draws that have some equity. They have very little equity. Right, but we're going we're gonna to get bluffed on the river if we miss and he bets. So this way we get to bet. I think but if that's we, the only but good if thing. But if we hit, we might get the whole stack. That is a good point. Well, how much? He bets 85K into a one. 80. Yeah. So the flush draws might call anyway. Uh, maybe. Talk to Sam Greenwood, man. Sometimes they call. I mean, but that was the nut flush draw. Yeah. This, I mean, like Berkey's going to have not the nut flush draw most of the time. And if he does, yeah. we don't like that as Tommy. That is true. Yeah. That is true. We don't want him to have the nut flush. And draw. like, do you think Berkey's calling with four or five of spades here? I don't know what Berkey's doing with four or five of spades. I don't know that he's going to check raise the four or five of spades. He might because the, the showdown value is so bad with it, specifically. Yeah. He's gonna make, I was, if he's check raising spades, check raising his worst spades usually, right, on the ace-ace-nine. So Probably. four or five is a pretty good candidate for that. I would think he's going to give up a lot on the turn with four or five of spades. Like, check. I don't think he's going to bet four or five of spades once he's called because he assumes he's always getting called. Again, Do you think but. he's going to call this bet with it? Right. Uh, probably not. The yeah. board's paired. The bo- it's just so brutal. You could be, when the king comes, you can just be up against top full house and just be, or not top full house, I guess, but ace king and just be drawing completely dead and getting there is so bad and you're just going to be putting chips in bad and just, no, I think he's going to fold. Yeah, so I don't like this bet from when. I think what right. Wynn's thought process most likely is, is that Berkey does have some trips in his range here that he check raised and is now checking. Wynn is deciding now to rep bigger trips or ace-king, hands mm-hmm. like that, because yeah. he imagines most of Berkey's trips are pretty small trips, you know, which we won't, we wouldn't want him to check-raise that from a, like, theoretical perspective, but maybe he did it. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I will say the one thing that Tommy, the game that Tommy Wynn can play here is who can have the nuts, right? Yeah. He's like, I can have quad aces, I can have ace-king. You kind of can't really have those hands. Berkey can have ace-king a little bit, but very rarely, right? Um so Tommy Wynn can just be like, I don't really care what you have. I can have the nuts. I'm betting now, and I can bluff the river with kind of impunity. Like, what are you going to yeah, do, buddy? I guess there's that. But also, you can get check-raised. It's Matt Berkey. He has double check-raise in him. With what? With what hands? With a lot of hands. No, not any, not on this board after okay. this. Well, action. maybe this hand. Like, it's possible. Pocket nines? It's possible. No. 
That's crazy. It's Berkey, man. He's not checking to check raise. He's checking because he's pot controlling. I I know that, but like, so I mean, it's so, Ber- it's Berkey. He does weird stuff. That would be so weird. I mean, granted, the stuff I mean, he does in cash, but 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 come on, we've been drawing a line between cash games and tournament play for him yeah. this entire podcast. I don't think we should just abandon that now out of nowhere. Like, I mean, you're over you're you're overstating the line. The the line has maybe been stenciled. It has not been drawn. Um, I don't know. You you. Agree with me that you think he's checking out for pot control, right? I do. So, what are we talking about here? I'm talking about Matt Berkey check raising with the four or five of spades, <laughs> motherfucker. I thought we were talking about pocket nines and check raising with pocket nines. I'm talking about him check. I'm talking about Tommy's perspective right now. Right. Yeah. So who cares about what Matt Berkey actually has? Like, is this bet good? Is the question. Right. I'm saying Matt Berkey. You wouldn't. I wouldn't be that afraid of Matt Berkey check raising as Tommy because I would assume that he knows only Tommy can really have the nuts. And that's so powerful. Talk about range advantage. The king makes a stronger range advantage for Tommy. Like Berkey can have ace king. He can, but he has it much, much less than Tommy. He does. Tommy, by the way, can have ace ace. Tommy can have king king. Tommy can have ace king. Berkey has a little bit of ace king and nothing else, right? I mean, that's a big difference. He has a little bit of the other stuff too. A little bit. He has even less though. Yeah. Right. So I mean, when you do combos, Tommy has every combo of ace king aces and kings. Berkey has a tiny bit of. Of those, right? I mean, that's a big difference. Those are all good points, but I still don't like the bet. Still don't love the bet either because I think Berkey's generally calling a lot. Although, yeah. it's weird. What is Berkey check raising with that he can check now anyway that isn't a flush draw? It's hard to come up with things. Now, ace nine and pocket nines, I guess, is the answer, right? I guess. Well, we would never want to bet into those hands. No. <laughs> no, I so, feel like we're just charging ourselves a lot and folding out worse hands. Yeah. Is it possible... Tommy's thinking Berkey can actually just have normal trip aces here, have check raise the flop. Yeah, that's what I was getting at before. Um, and so now he's betting the turn to set up a big bet on the river as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just bluffing. And I mean, obviously he's bluffing. He's got queen high. Yeah. But he's bluffing with the intention of being like, yeah, guess what, buddy? I have ace king. Go away. Yeah. Or just getting there against those hands. He yeah, has... of course. No, that, but he's got both, both doors now open yeah. to him. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. The problem is Berkey has to be check raising ace eight or something like Which that. Which is, I mean, come on. He's, he's Berkey, but he's probably not doing that. I mean, I think you're right, but you were just telling me he's going to check raise pocket nines on this, on this board sometimes. Right. I mean, so more likely than ace 10 on the flop. Yeah. But they're, you know, they're, they're, they're born from the same they're worlds apart, born from the same. One's parents. like an M class planet. And one is, I don't know what the other A thing Z class planet, garbage planet. The M class and Z class, by the way, are the same size planet. So you just you just hoisted yourself M-class, with your old petard. M class has nothing to do with size. Exactly. It's Star Trek. You don't know you don't know anything, do you, about Star Trek? No, I don't. M class planet means it's inhabitable. Oh God. Yeah. And what's a Z class planet? There is no Z class. Inhabitable. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> and the same size as whatever M class planet we were talking about. Fuck anyway. you. <laughs> <laughs> we're fighting on this podcast. No, we're done. Okay. Berkey's going to call. He's not going to check raise. Yeah, that's, that feels, to me, that feels like, this is how I, I, I'm playing the hand. Berkey's playing the way, hand the way I would have played the hand so far. I would have called the flop, called pre-flop, check raise the flop, check called the turn. I think I might have bet the turn. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Quite possible. I just. Bet the turn with the intention of folding to a race? I don't know. I'd have to know more about the guy. Yeah. But against most players, probably betting the turn. I just don't want him to check backhands like ace jack, which once we check raise, he really might. Yeah, that's true. So I think there's value in betting, but I understand the check. Mm-hmm. 
The check is more of a tournament lifesaver type thing, like yeah. you're saying, probably. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm, I'm all about the, the, the dollars up top, you know? So I'm going for it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Cool. Don't look at me like that. I don't like it. 350K in the pot. Stop looking at me like that. He's smirking at me. I don't like it. Guys, tell Jonathan to stop. Rivers the Jack of Spades. This should be a disaster for Tommy Wynn. For Tommy Wynn. It should be a disaster. He got there. He's got the second nut flush. Yep. That's pretty good. Berkey's going to check again. I think at this point it would be pretty strange to lead. Well, yeah. It would be weird to lead. But Berkey does strange things, so... It's true. Not out of the question. But it would be weird to lead. Maybe we should think about this as a potential bet fold spot. Even though the line is weird. Like, uh, ace-10 is never betting. Never. If it bet the when turn... When the spade comes, yeah, that's yeah. true. Ace-10 and ace-queen are both never, ever, ever betting. Right, they're 100% checking has, back. That's a great point. And if point. he has, like, ace-8 suited, he's never, ever betting that hand. He can't. Right. So this might be a perfect bet fold spot for Berkey, actually. Because he's going to usually get at least the consideration of a call from Tommy for, with ace-queen and ace-jack, hands that will never bet on this Those start. are hands that really should probably fold to a bet, though. Yeah, they like, should. Like, what can they beat? Berkey has to be doing a, That's I have true. complete air on the flop, and then I check-called the turn with the same complete air for no reason. But if you it's know? not a bet-fold spot, is it a check-fold spot, then? Why would it be a check-fold spot? Because what's Tommy betting on this river? Well, now Tommy can have flushes himself, right? Yeah. So that's good. That's good. Tommy also, if we check, maybe can have ace, queen, and just... I know you're saying it's an auto check back. I think it's a check back, too. It has to be a check back. Berkey check, raise the flop. He has to check that back. You're right. Um, We can beat flushes, and that's it, right? Yeah. That bet for value. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, that's it. There's nothing more to talk about. We can... So we check, and we uh, see see how much he bets, and (laughs) I think think it all works out. I think I kind of like a bet fold, you know? I mean, not... When I say bet fold, I don't mean every time... I'm betting they raise and I fold. Just betting, hoping to get called, but when they raise, I fold. Just mm-hmm. wanted to clarify that. What do you think? Do you, do you feel strongly one way or the other about that idea? Here's my only concern. I don't know anything about Tommy Wynn. Is it possible Tommy Wynn's going to think he has the best hand when Berkey suddenly bets on the flush card? He's going to be like, bro, you've got a worse flush than me. I raise. Is it possible he's going he's gonna, to misread the strength of his hand versus Berkey's range and raise. I don't know. He won the monster stack. He probably knows a thing or two. Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that'd be my only concern is that I would sort of engineer a spot where I get a worse hand to raise me thinking it's best. And then I fold as a result, which would be like the absolute stone worst thing you could ever do, you know? So that's, that's my only concern, but um, hopefully he would know not to do that. Like, would he raise the, forget about the second nut flush like he has, would he raise the nut flush? If we suddenly bet out as Berkey, he'd no. have to consider it, wouldn't he? No. It's hard to believe what Berkey. Is Berkey. What is Berkey? He's betting, like flushes. The, he's betting like the eight high flush? Yeah. I don't know about that. Why? I don't know if he's going to do that. Why? He's not going to dunk it out? I mean, you're, you're all about this puck control thing. Yeah. Right? Don't you, but he's worried it's going to go check, check. That he's also is check Berkey, back. How does Berkey have a flush when he check calls the turn? Such a weird yeah, line. With that, that, is, that I agree with. It's really hard for him to have a flush based on his turn play. He's going to... I guess he's going to bet it or check fold it, right? The yeah. flush draws. So he just doesn't have flushes. So if Berkey doesn't have flushes, then, and he bets suddenly, then we would, yeah, raising seems bad because ace queen's going to fold. Yeah. Right? If Berkey has ace queen, he's yeah. just going to fold. Okay. 
Yeah, anyway, Berkey checks. Okay. Which is the standard play here. It's reasonable to check, but I, I'm coming around on the uh, bet fold thing based on it seems like Tommy probably wouldn't raise a hand like he has, which means then we can bet fold pretty, yeah. pretty perfectly. Right. Well, Tommy now definitely thinks he has the best hand. Of course he does. Yeah. He, he should. Feels, it's weird that, that Berkey check raised. That, that part's weird, and then check called the turn. So it's like, I guess he has trip aces. Like ace queen, I guess. He just had ace queen and decided ace queen's too good to just call it with here. Tommy blocks ace queen, but yeah. Whatever. That's true. I mean, okay, well then it's ace 10. That's the next best ace. Yeah. So would Berkey really check raise ace 10? I mean, I don't know if he one? would check raise any of these hands. I know, but I'm saying ace queen's more likely than ace 10, even yeah. though we block. By the way, he's got a 10 in his hand too. Yeah. <laughs> he does. So he blocks both those things. There's still... A few combos of those. You just have to six combos of each. You just got to try for value if you're Tommy. You have to bet. Maybe Berkey can show up with a weird flush here. I don't know. You have to bet. You have to bet. There's too much stuff. That's what Tommy does. He bets 170K. It's about half pot. Yeah. Berkey goes into the tank. Yeah. He's he's not super happy about the situation. No. He's not thinking about check raising. How could he? I'm I'm just saying. He's definitely not. Yeah. Um, Explain why you say how could he. Well, because... Look at the hands that Tommy should be betting here. It's a lot of full houses and a few flushes, right? Yep. So check raising is a bad idea. Tommy might fold the flushes, and but is not going to fold the full houses pretty much ever, right? He's got like ace-ace, ace-king, king-king. I don't know. He might be able to fold king-king. But if Tommy has ace-jack, he's not folding. If he has ace-king, he's not folding. It's if not as a bluff. What? The check raise I'm talking about. I understand that, no. but who cares? Okay. My point is that like all really good hands are going to call you, and all the worst hands are probably going to fold. Like, yeah. Berkey literally has the worst full house on the board. Tommy just might fold the, um, the, the nut flush, flush here yeah. if, we, if he gets checkers. He might call, but like if that's all we can get called by, one hand worse, literally one pip worse only, well, then we shouldn't do it because maybe Tommy has other flushes in his betting range too, but he's going to fold all those, I got to think. Yeah. Right. So, like, what are we doing as Berkey? We just cannot. We just can't do this, right? Yep, I agree. So, so I think it's a really clear never, never check race spot. All right. So what's going through Berkey's head while he's considering calling or folding? This is my favorite kind of analysis because it's pretty straightforward, but also kind of cool. Uh-huh. Like what what the what Berkey's thinking here? He's right? thinking, well, how many combos of flushes does this guy have? Right. right. And I think we can remove the majority of nut flushes from his range because I think that's a, he bet the, the, turn. the least likely turn bet because he has he could check show, that. Back. He now has showed on value against right. like a bunch of stuff that Berkey right. might be messing around with. So we're down to the queen ten of spades. Very yeah. reasonable. Queen jack of spades. Not possible. Right. Because the jack of spades yeah. comes on the river. So it's just the queen ten of spades. Well, could he have other smaller flushes? Could he have the eight nine of spades? Well, the nine of spades is on the board. The seven, eight of spades. Seven, eight of spades. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, he could probably have that, but I don't know. Seven, eight of spades, six, seven, maybe six, five. We could work our way down a little bit, maybe as low as five, four, if he's really loose. Maybe, but we're not sure. Still, that's like how many combos? I mean, we're probably not giving him one gappers either, right? So it's like, yeah, probably four or five combos. It's hard to come up with the one gappers he's going to show up with. Right, and would he really be betting those smaller flushes if he's thinking like, what am I getting paid with as Tommy Wynn? You must be thinking, like, sometimes I can get paid by a flush, right? Like, sometimes Berkey plays a flush super weird this way. Yeah, the, so the might, really low flushes he may check back. Yeah. Then the 8, nine, the eight 7, 8 of spades is the close one, I yeah. think. That's the only real question. He might bet that because he thinks, like, is Berkey really going to check a flush that comes in on the river? Because wouldn't he be concerned I'm just going to check back ace-queen? Right. Now, it turns out Berkey's checking a full house, but still. Well, you thought it should be a bet, and I kind of agree with you. 
Um, seven, eight of spades is the close one. I think he's probably going to bet seven, eight of spades. Probably. Although Berkey has all the combos of queen high spades and 10 high spades and, and stuff, right? Yeah. So that's not as good. And even king high spades. Yeah, maybe you check back the seven, eight of spades. That's close. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So from Berkey's perspective, he might not think Tommy has like the seven, eight of spades. I don't know. Yeah. But the queen, 10 of spades is the only one that's like... Super obvious. Well, it's not even that obvious because Tommy opened plus one. He might not even have that depending right. on who the player is. They might not open that hand. When he's, when he's got 140 blinds, I mean, Berkey does say, he actually says, like, I could beat the queen, 10 of spades, yeah. right? So he's obviously giving him the queen, 10 of he spades is. as a possibility. He is, but it's interesting to think, like, it's possible with some players in Tommy's position, they would have yeah. literally zero flushes in their range based on preflop. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Tommy obviously has at least the queen high flush in his range, the queen, 10. But as we said, there's four or five combos of that. Tommy played this hand... A lot like Ace King or Ace Jack. Yep. Or Pocket Jacks or Pocket Kings. Probably not Jacks. Not Pocket Jacks. Pocket Kings, though. Pocket Kings, yes. So we've got, let's let's say liberally four combos of flushes in Tommy's range. Okay. And then of hands that are very bad for Berkey, we've got Ace Ace for one combo. Six combos of Ace King. Six combos of Ace King. So that's seven combos. We've got three combos of King King. Yep. So, so that's 10 combos. Ace and, Nine. Uh, six combos of ace jack. Okay. So that's 16. 16. Plus uh, two, two combos of ace nine? Two combos of ace nine. Yeah. So yeah. it's 18. So there's a real problem here from Berkey's point. Wait, no, right? one combo of ace nine. It's got to be ace nine suited. Berkey has two nines. Oh, ace nine suited. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. But So, so seven, 17. 17 versus four. Right. And what's the price we're getting? Can't be good enough, right? No, no. We're getting three to one. Right. <sighs> that sucks. So the question becomes, does Tommy ever have a bluff here? And it feels impossible. It seems really hard to believe he's going to have a bluff here very often. It, especially when the spade comes in on yeah. the river. Cause now he's got to be like, all right, I'm my, I'm if he's got like somehow he has air and he's like, forget you Berkey. I don't care, man. You check raise me with two aces on the board. I'm calling. I'll show you. I'm going to outplay you. I later. have eight, nine of diamonds. Or then he bets the turn and gets called. And then the flush card comes in. Now you can only be Berkey's air. Yeah. Right? Berkey's going to be able to, Berkey's going to have like, are you really going to try and bluff a range, which is basically ace queen, maybe plus like maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's only better than that, but maybe Berkey's check raising ace queen at the absolute worst hand that he can ever show up with here. That's not good. You shouldn't be trying to bluff that range, right? That range is almost always calling you with almost everything it has. Yep. So, but the problem for Berkey that he wrestles with here is that pocket nines is the only hand in his range that is of its category. He has no other hands like that, right? In his range. Of its category? Yeah, like mean? super strong, but under repped. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Maybe unless he decided to play ace cake super weird. Yeah, right. But of course, he's never folding that. Of course he isn't. Yeah. Right. So a hand where he's like, he has a range disadvantage against Tommy. Big time. He has one of the best hands he's ever going to show up with here with nines full. It's probably the second best hand, right? Behind ace king. Ace jack. He's going to check raise ace jack on probably the Probably not. We don't but think so. I don't know what he's going to do. We, but we were pretty sure he wasn't. Yeah. I think we got to stay with that. Yeah, it's probably the second best hand he's ever going to show up with. But Andy, Andy's super underwrapped. But his opponent is so weighted towards value hands and the majority, 17 of those out of the 21, beat you. Yeah. So that sucks. <laughs> and like you said, we don't, 
I mean, maybe you know as Berkey, he can really show up with queen ten of spades here. Maybe you do know that. Yeah. Um, if you're if there's even a question about that, well, you know he can show up with maybe not all combos of ace jack. Actually, he was plus one. Maybe he doesn't show up with all combos of ace jack. I mean, queen ten suited, he's going to open ace jack off. Probably, probably, but may, he could also show up with neither of those, right? I mean, you're a limit player. You open ace jack off before you open queen ten suited, right? Yes. Okay, so yes, he's opening ace jack off if he's opening queen ten suited. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, but like, but still, those are at least questionable. Like, but like all the combos of ace king, all the combos of pocket kings, all the combos of aces are like rock solid, always there. Yeah. And if we eliminate queen ten space, then we have to eliminate all the flushes, and that doesn't help us as Matt Berkey. No. You know, like we, we can eliminate some of the value, but it eliminates the wrong parts of the value. Yeah. Anyway, because then how are there how are there bluffs? Right. Tommy just has six, seven of diamonds and is like, it's got to be losing his mind. You, buddy. Yeah. yeah. That's the only way we should be able to be. Well, we can beat the queen tennis spades yeah. and a few other spades. Maybe. I think Matt Berkey just got really unlucky here. Yeah. Me I too. think Tommy probably takes a very similar line with all of the hands that beat him. I mean, I think he takes the same line yeah. with all the hands that beat him. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he played any different. They also talk a little bit where Berkey actually says, I can't beat anything, but I've got a really great hand. Yeah. And Tommy says something like, oh, you think about making a hero call? And t- now, look, I know Tommy thinks he has it, but he looks super comfortable. Like, yeah. He's looking at Berkey. He's smiling. It's a genuine smile because he's so sure he's ahead. I mean, he thinks Berkey is a weirdo who check raised ace 10. Right. Yeah. Right. Or a baby flush. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? It's, yeah. uh, but like, he's like, oh, yeah, I obviously have you when you don't insta call. Uh, you don't have like you would have already called with enough flush, right? Like, right, for sure. Um, so the only reason I can think of to call is Matt Berkey is how underrupt he is. Right, that's the only reason. I don't think that's it's probably not good enough. I don't think it's good enough. If you can't beat, if you can't beat, if the value to bluff ratio, or sorry, if there you don't think there are really any bluffs at all, and the value hands that you can beat versus the value hands that you can't beat is so bad, it doesn't really matter if you're underrupt, does it? No, it doesn't. Like, cool, he doesn't know what I have. He thinks I'm weaker than I am, but I still can't beat his range. No. I'm still getting crushed by his range, giving the price, so I still have to fold. Well, I think this is a good fold. He does fold, which we hadn't said yet, but yeah. Berkey, Berkey does end up folding, um, which I guess we agree with the fold. Yeah, I'm sur- I didn't know we were going to when we started, I'll be honest. but uh, I thought we probably were, but I wasn't sure. Somebody predicted we would both agree with the fold. Yeah. I don't remember who anymore on Twitter. When it right when it happened. They were right. Yep. Nice job, person. Yeah. Congratulations to you and congratulations to Matt Berkey for making the wrong fold, but we we agreed with you, so at least that's something. Well, you know, but this is the kind of play which gets him. He finished in the top 20 players at yeah. the PCA, right? He, I don't know. He finished like 18th or something, 16th. And like making this play, though, is probably one of the things that got him that far. He probably made this fold at other times during the past four or five days of the PCA. Making this fold is what got him that far instead of to the final table, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's another hand we may do with him. We probably are going to do actually with him, which is a big reason why he didn't make the final table. I'll tell you what. Okay. Well, I'm excited to do that. Music is my sunlight and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave him so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took him on a break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.